0: You're listening to SB Nation
1: at the Super Bowl. For the second day in a row, we have been joined by the two brightest stars in Miami, Florida. Pete Sweeney, head honcho at Arrowhead Pride. Kyle Posey, head honcho at NinersNation.com. They're here because the Kansas City Chiefs, San Francisco 49ers are in the Super Bowl. Gina Thomas, I'm R. Joe Choa. We're here. We've been posted up at Radio Row. We live here. I don't know the zip code, but I need to get it so I can get mail forwarded here. Guys, how was day two? Uh, well, day three, kind of, but uh, but day two in, in a lot of senses.
2: I guess I'll start. My media availability was earlier this morning. Yours at, is the Kansas City Chiefs. Right, at the crack of dawn, yes, the Chiefs. And what has been odd, and you wouldn't ex- really really it for a Super Bowl, there's been some buzz about Patrick Mahomes and his contract situation this week. Oh. Clark Hunt said something yesterday that made headlines that there was essentially no rush to get this done. There is no... Um, emphasis on it, at least this week. And then it was further clarified today by Ian Rappaport talking with GM Brett Veach that basically what that means is there's no timeline. There's all this stuff with the CBA. Patrick Mahomes had the line of the day by saying he wants to play in Kansas City for the rest of his career, which a lot of people hope is the next 15, 16 years because of uh, Tom Brady, and he's only 24. Uh, so a lot of Chiefs fans were happy to hear that. And again, it was a full 53-player media availability this morning at 8 a.m.
1: You can read Pete's story about Pat Mahomes' comments at arrowheadpride.com. You can visit NinersNation.com for our latest and greatest on the 49ers. Kyle, what'd you learn? Or it's—I know its I know it's been a weird day for you. Yeah, so we don't have – we, the 49ers,
0: do not we have their you. media availability. Yeah. yeah, me for sure. They don't have their media availability until 6 o'clock. So, well, nothing new here, but it's still a lot of culture talk for the 49ers. They're really driving home this point that – you know, people sign, people come to the 49ers to do the 49ers because Kyle Shanahan is a very cool person. You know, this, you know but he rocks Yeezys and the players always talk about that. And uh, Richard Sherman actually told one of the um, the athletic guys, Dave Lombardi, that he turned down money from the Detroit Lions, more money from the Detroit Lions to sign with the San Francisco because of the culture. So, you know, they're having fun. They're dancing. People are talking about that a lot. And that has been the point.
1: The three one three could have had Richard Sherman. You know what could have been.
0: <laughs>
2: You're a big area area code guy.
1: Well, I only remember that one because of Eight Mile. You're very uh, high <laughs> on area codes. That so. is something that we're
2: learning as the week goes on. Uh,
1: well, it's cool that we're getting to learn things about each other. Where you sure. know, um, there there are lots of things that, that we have seen and understood, um, and, and you know you guys have seen understood. What have you learned about your team? In terms of covering them, that you did not know before this week, because it you mentioned P, it was a 53 player media availability. I mean, that doesn't happen all the time. What have you learned? Doesn't necessarily have to be about Pat Mahomes. That you know, yesterday you didn't know.
2: Well, I we talked to Chris Jones today. Got him off to the side and asked him about his contract situation. I think because Patrick Pending Mahomes agent. is now uh, available for this restructure, Chris Jones is suddenly gotten a little bit lost. So. I just asked him, you know, do you want to stay in Kansas City? And he said that's always been the plan, doesn't really like to get in the business of it. He's looking forward to the Super Bowl. And then I sort of pushed him a little bit more. I said – do you want to say here, says a thousand percent, you see me with the fans, I want to be here. Should be interesting. I think it might be one of these situations where they go opposite Frank Clark in the offseason, where they franchise him and then see what's available out there. And so I'm wondering how that goes. Jones, though, making it clear to me that he wants to be in KC. Let's see what his agents ask for. A lot of people think he can get top dollar on the market.
1: The Dallas Cowboys happen to need a defensive tackle, and (laughs) somebody here may have already written suggesting that they could land Chris Jones in free agency. Kyle, what have you learned about the 49ers? So, most teams, especially
0: once they get this far, they relish in being, you know, the top dog, the you know, the confident team. And a lot of this week has been, rightfully so, about the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes. But they've been riding this pretender wave, and we talked about that a little bit yesterday. But the 49ers really like that. They appreciate, you know, not being talked about. They they don't mind that at all. And they're kind of, you know, that's their fuel to the fire. So, that is that's what I, that's been my takeaway this week for sure.
1: Have you ever seen them as in this underdog role? Uh, maybe earlier on this season, uh, before the, you know things really kind of you know took off. So they were
0: they were good. I mean they were winning their games, and it was the question was they're not playing anybody. So yeah, you know, when it, when is it going to slow down? It never really slowed down. The only time it did was in December, and that was because they were all injured. They had right. eight injuries, and in, I believe in week nine and they week lost to the mighty Falcons. They lost two. The hot, hot Falcons. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> that um, so that was like the really the only real reason that this team was slowed at all. So I think just, you know, that they're behind closed doors. They're really having a good time just being the pretender, quote-unquote.
1: That's interesting. Losing to the Falcons, there might be this, like, transitive property associated <laughs> with red jerseys. So, you know, maybe, like, the power is transferred here, and then, you know, one of these teams plays the Buffalo Bills in their color rush jerseys, and Buffalo's all of a sudden, you know back where they belong
2: on to something as always the Chiefs have been down two games in a row let's hope they don't get to like a 28-3 deficit in the Super Bowl you know we had uh
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah I you know do you think do you think that that has because that was predictable right that Kyle Shannon was going to get a lot of that and Tevin Coleman and whatnot do you think that they have truly exercise might be too harsh of a word but truly kind of putting it behind them so he obviously gets asked about that
0: question a lot but he, he answered it very honestly. He's like, I just wish I called better plays. He doesn't run from it. He doesn't hide from it. He doesn't try to change he the subject. Run, he play.
1: didn't run in that game either. Did, did yeah. He did not. He
0: did not run in that game. Thank you for pointing that out. Yes. And yeah, thanks a lot. <laughs> But no, he do- he doesn't mind it at all, so I don't think it bothers him. I think he's just very confident in the team he has now, so it doesn't bother him. One of the things that stands out to me about Shanahan is that I think that he learned about how to, about how to be a head coach from Dan Quinn, and Dan Quinn is the same way. Kyle also was always that way. He took – Full credit for the things that went well, I think rightfully so, but he also took full responsibility when they didn't. I respect that about him. Absolutely. And I think that's what makes him a great head coach. And that's, you see the maturity and you've seen it over the course of the season as well. And I think how he handles players has a lot to do with Dan Quinn, just the players coach. And I think that's, you know, the whole fun going back to the first question as well.
2: I heard a nice Reed Shanahan comparison last night as I was talking with some colleagues at our media thing. And it, was interesting to me. It's There are two really great offensive minds in this game. Shanahan is more down to the details to every aspect of a play where you've seen how Reed was used to be like that. And he sort of has altered it now to a point where he realizes how Mahomes is off script. And I think there's some built-in backyard football to his Mm -hmm. game. So Shanahan to me is more, like I said, down in your notebook, how exactly this play is going to go. And Mahomes, because he's a little bit better than Garoppolo, I think is free to sort of make what he can make that magic.
1: Last thing, um, guys, for, for this particular day, and then you can go get a donut or something. Um, You mentioned the media thing. And, you know, if you're unaware, there's a media party. There's literally a party for the media because everybody's working hard and grinding and not sleeping. And, you know, and so it was this big deal. It was like on a boat, but not a boat. It was like a dock, right? It was like a terminal. Um, And you were both there. We had some good times. We broke some bread. What were your thoughts on the media party?
2: There was the biggest, it almost looked like a hot tub of paella. (laughs)
1: That's a great way to put it. Was it
2: was a hot tub of
1: paella. Did you want to
2: jump in? I, I did, and it was, a, it was a grave mistake by me. I didn't realize what time the party was ending. Went to go grab a, a, a bowl of this delicious paella, and I, I was the first one who didn't get a bowl. I was the last one wow. they cut off like in a line for the club. So, uh, regrets. If I do get to cover the Super Bowl next year, I'm going to try to be the first one to, to the paella.
0: Huh? It's, it's tough to beat open bar, op- all-you-can-eat food. With the casino and the backdrop, I feel like the backdrop the was the backdrop amazing. was incredible. Yeah, that was, was that was very profile
1: picture worthy. Yes. Yeah, and I saw you got a selfie, in RJ. I it wasn't a selfie; somebody else took it. Um, solo, so it
2: was a solo picture, though. Right,
1: exactly. And I used portrait mode because I'm really. And you vain. captioned
2: it "Me in the City."
1: Uh, I, yeah, I said. Uh, what did I say? Um, uh, you said
2: Miami, RJ. <laughs>
1: I said something. uh oh, the city, the, the city where the heat is on. That's right. Um, but uh, Pete commented on my Instagram post and said, uh, what was like, are you excited? Pae, yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> so it's really bad. And that's a good note to end on. Uh, Pete Sweeney <laughs> yes. at Arrowhead Pride, Kyle Posey at Niners Nation. We'll catch up with you guys later in the week. Keep up the great work. All right, take care.